turned on the radio at 3.30 this morning, and within seconds, I heard the name Simone Biles. Every TV show, every website you look at, everywhere you go, they're talking about Simone Biles, who is now pulled out of the individual competition. Yes, so she pulled out of team yesterday. She pulled out of individual all-around competition. That was supposed to be on Thursday. And now she does have just the individual, you know, bars, beam, floor. She can do an individual, though, she can still compete in next week. But uh, she's out of, all, of individual all around now. Let me say how impressed I was with you yesterday morning because we were all over this. We were watching it live. And I was always doubtful. Does Katie really have this on streaming live? Yes. Because I cannot. I cannot figure out there's so many choices and I just get overwhelmed. And so, yeah, we were watching this in the morning. So she pulls out. Did you see her press conference explaining this? Pretty brave and pretty candid. I didn't watch, but I read about it. And pretty honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and with her teammates right next to her, saying, look, I wasn't feeling it. She talked about leading up to it. Mm-hmm. She said, I never I never felt right getting this together right. to do this. And, well, then, and in the warm-up, it didn't feel right. Yeah, she said that she just, you know... She was having kind of an off day. She just felt like there was a lot of pressure on her. She said, yeah, at one time she was shaking and could not control the shaking. And then she couldn't take a nap. She couldn't sleep before. And then going into it that evening, she just knew that something wasn't right. So, I mean, I I do commend her for stepping back and not injuring herself, you know, because a lot of times when, when you do gymnastics, a lot of it is mental, whether or not you're going to go for that trick or not. So... The fact that she knew and could recognize that she wasn't going to be able to do her best that day, I think was good that she did pull out without injuring herself. I think every person who steps up to any event can do what they are meant to do. Mm-hmm. They have done it before. A hundred times. In practice. Or more. And as yeah. you say, yeah, being able to focus in those seconds mm-hmm. is uh, incredible. And they, we did win a silver medal in that event. We may have won a bronze or not medaled if she, com- if she competed because she was not getting it done there. Now, she, put, she said, there's just so much pressure on me. I got the weight of the world on my shoulders. Uh, some of it, she brought the goat thing. You know, that's her brand. It's yeah. on her jackets. So she put that on herself. But so, and then I, I watch my sports guys, older guys than me that have been in the business for mm-hmm. years. And thank goodness, Tony, uh, Tony Kornheiser, Michael Wilbon, Bob Bryan all said, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. This is new. We were raised... In generations and generations of sports competition ever, you muscle through your problems. That's all part, that's all part of competing in sports. And, and they pointed out Willis Reed coming on with a broken ankle and winning the NBA championship. Michael Jordan's flu game where he had 105 temperature. Right. And, um, and, oh, but Kurt, if you're mentally in it, yes. then sure, maybe you can power through things yes. like that, like a broken ankle, but you just still want to do it because you mentally feel like you can. She did not. This is new. Naomi Osaka and her mental illness, Kevin Love in the NBA. This is all kind of new. And so, yeah, I don't know what to think of it. I just want, I just love everybody and want them to be well and compete well. And at one point I heard somewhere she said that she just got lost in the air. That happens when you're flipping, you can kind of black out in the middle of your trick. I'm all, I'm all team Biles. I'm all team USA and team Biles. And I want them Mm -hmm. to compete and be well. I just don't know what to think of this because there was a lot of hate that came up on the internet yesterday. Like, this is LeBron James walking off in Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. This is Michael Jordan leaving at Game 7. She let the team down, let everybody down. Boy, that's why they're probably losing their minds. They've got to stay away from social media. It's hard to not to not think that for 
you know, even a second. Right. Yes. Because her team was behind her the entire way. But they were very supportive of her. Absolutely. They stepped in. And like you said, she could have brought the score down. She could have brought it down. Absolutely. But at the same time, Katie Ledecky lost a couple of races to the uh, Terminator mm-hmm. out of Australia. Right. And then she swims the 200 meters yesterday and came in eighth. Katie Ledecky struggling, struggling. She says, so I go into the warm down. I go into the warm down pool, which I'm not quite familiar with that. Yeah, I don't know. Must be a different temp uh, that you warm down in. Uh-huh. And I started thinking about my family, started thinking about my grandparents. See, I think this is a hard Olympics. I think leading up to it has been tough. They had a whole extra year that they had to prepare Absolutely. for. And their family's not there. And, There's no fans there. And, uh, yeah, the, and, you know, speaking of the gymnastics, it was pointed out. They have such love in those gymnasiums. They're throwing teddy bears down to them. They're throwing flowers down to them. And that is different. The pandemic has made things different. They're being tested every day. They're surrounded by the virus. Everything is different. That's why I don't know. I don't know. I cannot make a judgment on Simone Biles. But Katie Ledecky, after coming in eighth at that 200 meters, then comes out in the 1,500 meters freestyle. I had no idea they swam that far in the Olympic. And wins the gold medal. And, and, Good for her. Yeah, wins the gold medal. She's awesome. And incredible, overcoming, <laughs> overcoming adversity. And uh, what? And we know we were going to talk about what's the hardest Olympic sport? Swimming 200 meters, and an hour <laughs> later, swimming 1500 meters. That's got to be tough. You may think you're in shape from jogging and lifting weights or doing anything. Get in the pool, do a few strokes if you haven't done it in a while. That is hard, 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 hard. I tried the other day. It's a whole different set of muscles. It's a whole different discipline. And, you know, maybe Simone will come back and she'll compete in those last final and four y- yeah, and events some gold. next week. And it'll be the, and the most amazing story of the 2020 yeah. Olympics. Uh, just if, for, if I'm in front of the TV, I'm enjoying everything I'm watching. Congratulations to the Japanese uh, women's softball team. They uh, beat the USA. Congratulations to the United States softball team for winning a silver medal. And congratulations for Japan for winning the gold medal. That's another point about the Olympics. Mm -hmm. I will always cheer for the home team. For the home team, like if it's being held in Vancouver, I'll cheer. Yeah, I don't like Sidney Crosby and I don't like the Pittsburgh Penguins. But when they were in Vancouver, I was happy that they won the gold medal. I'm happy for all the Japanese kids winning that medal. That must mean so much to them. It, it must mean a lot to them being home winning those gold medals that, and yeah, things like that. That's that is, why, that, that's why that's I, cool, but I'm not going to 100% cheer for them. Uh, I'm not 100% <laughs> cheering for them, Katie, but I'm not upset. I'm not upset. Yeah. I wasn't upset at those girls winning the gold medal, and I'm really happy and proud of our girls' softball team. 517, uh, we have some, uh, let me see, what's going on today? Monster Trucks is happening today. Oh, midweek sweet treat with Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, the Officer of the Week, brought to you by All Shred. We got a video up on the WFRE Facebook page. What's the hardest Olympic sport? When we were growing up, the backyard game was badminton. Everybody had a badminton game. Yeah, I love badminton. The badminton that they're playing there is not your mom and dad's badminton. No. It is an extreme sport. Mm -hmm. The table tennis they're playing is not your ping pong in your garage. I feel like it is when I play. I don't think I could return any of those ping pong serves. I've watched, because I just played ping pong like last summer, last summer, the summer before. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I could return any of those. That is impossible. With a professional ping ponger? Uh, pre- oh, what's that? No, it was uh, it was my great nephew. It was no, my great I mean, nephew. You couldn't return one from a professional. Oh gosh, no! I've watched <laughs> these guys. I've watched these guys. Yeah, I thumped 
my athletic guy pitching for Tryon University, my great nephew, thumped him, mm-hmm. thumped him in front of everybody. You know what he says right away? Huh, must be an old man's game. Man, he is brutal. Oh, he is absolutely brutal. So that is amazing. And um, what else? What else do we have? I had, I had a thought about the Olympics here. What's going on right now? They're getting ready to do some swimming, badminton, ping pong. Yeah. So right now, archery is on. That started around three a.m. Badminton, um, but it's, I don't see the U.S. playing. Okay. Um, basketball, women's three on three, the semifinals. I, I think have not going seen right that. Now. I wonder who is playing in these three on threes. I had no idea that that was a sport. Oh, and that cool girl from Hawaii. That girl from Hawaii. Carissa Moore, I'm sorry, I don't have her name, won the gold medal in surfing. Yes. And I saw the surf. I saw her run. And I saw how thrilled she was. And I saw a little documentary about her and the work she does in Hawaii for, for uh, you know, uh, uh, underprivileged now, kids. Now, they did that a day early because of... Of the typhoon. Of a typhoon. Yeah, movie. they came through yeah. there. Uh, six, oh, 5.30, here's Katie with traffic. 38, 539 with the Free Country Wake Up Crew. We got another warm day coming our way. We're going to get maybe a stormy day next couple of days, but it's going to be hit and miss who gets the rain from the sky. Are you shut down over there, Katie? Yeah, I've got nothing. I see. I see. We've been pranked by the uh, <laughs> by the electronic goblins here in the building. We'll somehow work our way through this. The tomatoes and the vegetables and the flowers, they like that rain from the sky. I don't know who's going to be getting that. You got heavy storms the other day. We had nothing but bright sunshine. So are we getting storms again today? This afternoon, we have a chance of some heavy storms, but it's going to be localized. Next two Mm -hmm. days, we got a chance of rain, but I have no idea who's going to get this rain. Uh, Everybody seems to need it a little bit. Everybody needs some rain right now. I just wish it would cool things down. Um, The 90 degrees is getting old. Yeah, don't bother me. I got out in summer yesterday. This is going to go away so quick. I'm not saying it's getting old, and uh, you know as well as I do at the Great Frederick Fair. It can be 100 degrees. It can be 100 degrees with 100% humidity. Well into September. Well into September. And so I embrace each and every day because... uh, Winter is right around the corner. Leaf rakers are doing their best Mm -hmm. uh, to change the colors on these trees. I say hang with the uh, summer as long as you can. We've got a lot of warm weather coming. A theme for the Free Country Wake Up Crew for the past 20 years has been chocolate. And then if you're going to break it down, milk chocolate. And today is... National Milk Chocolate Day. We have lots of choices with the milk chocolate delivery system, as well as just eating milk chocolate. True. Uh, Your favorite milk chocolate delivery system. I gave you a heads up on this earlier. I think M&M's. M&M's. Milk chocolate. Now, what about the holidays? Over the past years, you know, know, my sister works at C's Chocolates out of the San Francisco area. Oh, yeah, C's is delicious. And I brought those around. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to having candy, when it comes to having a turtle cluster or any kind of chocolate, that C's chocolate is the absolute best. I like anything milk chocolate, um, especially like milk chocolate with caramel. So Yeah, no, that's wonderful. Another, Another trigger for me because caramel corn can be very addictive where you cannot put it down. Sure. When they dip that caramel corn in that milk chocolate, I don't care where it's coming from. If it's any level of quality milk chocolate... That is something. You'll eat the whole container? Uh, that is a dangerous. Yeah. That would be something that mm-hmm. I would eat too much milk chocolate because moderation is the key to everything in life. Yes. And so going overboard, going overboard can cause, I mean, you know, I know that if I've had too much mm-hmm. chocolate the night before. As a matter of fact, last night, Tillamook Mudslide. You ever had the Tillamook ice cream? 
out of Portland area. It's turning no, up in a I've few shells. No, I've had their shells. cheese before. They have a whole website, but their ice cream is a fine dairy. Oh, fine ice interesting. Cream. I mean, if you're going to break it down for me, Hershey's Tillamook. Your best Hershey's ice cream. cream is so good. It is so good. It is so good. And listen, good. I can't even really eat ice cream. I, I understand, and I try not to. <laughs> so I will. Good. Late at night, if yeah. it's around, if it's around and somebody else is having some, yeah, I'll try some. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that I go to. Happy National Milk Chocolate Day. Yum. Now I want some chocolate. 554. We always, it's always a theme. Katie did mention this to me yesterday, and it just went right over my head. It just went right over my head because we you talk about. I was saying something crazy. Well, we and talk, you ignored it. We talk about a lot of things, and we think, mm, which story has legs? Which is the real deal? Which is something people will talk about later on? We're already. And I was trying to tell you. This is already chug. This is already chuggy because it was yesterday's news, and that is really trending on TikTok, and it's dipping Orioles into salsa, dipping Orioles into salsa. Looks like a thing. Some people say it's the best thing they've ever had. So there's a small but very passionate group of people online who claim that the best snack in the world yeah. is Oreo dipped in salsa. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I was trying to think. Do what I have kind of salsa? Do I have a strange snack that I've invented that nobody else would eat? And I cannot think of anything quite like that. Mm. Good point, Katie. What kind of salsa? We're coming into Tostitos. salsa season. Right. You know, it's homemade, baby. I so many love... people make so much homemade salsa that I just cannot, I cannot, I will settle for store-bought. I pretty much love every single kind of salsa that there is, unless it's a little bit too tomato-y. I really don't love Tostitos. What about um, regular, medium, or hot? Regular, medium, or hot? I'll go mild or medium. I can't do hot. It's got to be the sweet and savory combination. You know, that's a that's a famous combination. What about a pineapple salsa? All right. I no, love those. No, about those what, are good. what about dipping Oreos into your salsa? Oh, no, I won't do that. That's but just outrageous. Apparently, and... people have been hyping it up on social media for some time now. But now, people are just starting to realize it. And a writer for the website Delish.com, yeah? okay. they tried it, and he said it is not good. And he said it tastes musty, and he said it just makes them feel like they're wet and not the good kind, like when you're dunking Oreos into milk. Into milk, absolutely. Katie, I I can't get over the uh, French fry and mayonnaise combo that a lot of people swear by. I can't even think about it, and I can't even really talk about it. I don't like hot mayonnaise like that or or just eating it it like that, but I don't think it's as bad as Oreos with salsa. Oh, Oreos with salsa, absolutely ridiculous. Chocolate and salsa. I wouldn't even try it. I wouldn't even try it. I mean, I'll eat it. Anything. I was I was going to eat a cicada, and then and then I wasn't. You weren't here during the cicada apocalypse. You backed there. out. Well, I saw a lot of people eating cicadas yeah. on TV, mm-hmm. and when I saw these people dig in to cicada tacos, I thought, no way. Somebody bring me a little miniature deep fried breaded cicada. I might pop that. Am I going to dig into tacos? Absolutely not. You know how I love Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the show Uncharted? He was on there the other day in Iceland, and they do aged they- shark. Okay. And that has got to be the most disgusting thing in the entire world because him walking up to the little outhouse that they have the shark aging in, he almost vomited. And then he put it in his mouth and had to spit it right back out. So they're he like... He said, be strong, Gordon, be strong. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. And they're eating that in Iceland? <laughs> yes. Man. And they eat it in Norway, aged fish like that? I understand. Uh, this is a no judgment zone. That's a no judgment zone. No. Well, I've... every time someone eats it that's not used to it, it just looks like it tastes awful. I got 
got I bought some shark steaks once and just cooked them and they were inedible. I put them on the grill. I put garlic. I put olive oil. It was inedible. They were. It was the worst thing I'd ever tried to yeah, eat before. I don't know before. how to cook that. Uh, six sixteen. Birthdays made possible by Voila Specialties and other goodness. Ten North Market Street for all your back to school needs. Happy birthday on this twenty eighth of July to Deborah St. Charles. And Jamie Johnson. Happy birthday also today to Brooke Wilson. We're celebrating Faith Norris's birthday today. And happy birthday to Barbara Kaiser from Woodsboro turning 80. Happy birthday, Miss Kaiser. You can send that information to birthdays at WFRE.com. Happens right anytime between 645 and 650. So get them in early. I'm refreshing. It seems like. And we got him in. Happy birthday, one and all. Happy birthday from Voila and Frederick Specialties and Other Goodness at 10 North Market Street in downtown Frederick. What do you feel is the hardest Olympic sport? I gave this some thought, Katie. There's, there are two things in the Olympics that I'm not intimidated by, and that is baseball and basketball grew up playing both. I understand them both. I understand what it takes. By the way, the men's baseball team, we haven't heard from those guys. I think they're going to be playing Israel Friday morning at 6 a.m. Softball team, hey, softball, absolutely love. Congratulations to the women's softball players. They won the silver medal. Japan, host nation, won the gold medal. So I kind of understand those things. I used to understand swimming. I took some classes, certified lifeguard, and as a freshman at Moorhead State, we had to swim a mile for that certification. That's crazy. In Cave Run Lake, Mm -hmm. which I did fairly easily because we would give each other swimming challenges all the time. Swim across this river, swim across, across this lake, jump off this bridge, jump off this rock. So I'm not scared of any of that. I do sort of understand what it takes. But uh, did you have Olympics at Linganore High School? I mean, no, uh, uh, gymnastics at Linganore High School. Did they field a gymnastic team? No. I don't believe we ever did, but you were involved in some tumbling at least right with a cheerleading competition oh, yeah, yeah i did gymnastics at frederick gym in frederick off english muffin yes and then um i cheered we had a cheerleading squad obviously these guys this upper body guys in these men's gymnastics were watching this morning no i cannot comprehend Isn't that crazy that. Uh, I know. at one time in pe class we did have to climb a rope to the top of the gym oh yeah which a lot of people couldn't do we were graded on it i almost made it and slid and burned the top off of my feet Ooh. because I was hanging on with my yeah. feet and burned them down to the bone. <laughs> Ouch. And got graded on that. And then had to come down and get laughed at and get, you know, a C right. in that part of my thing. So, well, no, I have no I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, all of it, when you're competing on this level, is absolutely impossible, the mental aspect. Right. You, So I think when you say which sport is the hardest, there's different aspects to it. So which one is uh, the most physically challenging? Oh, my goodness. Which one is the most mentally strenuous? Well, I mean, what's the the difference between a triathlon, a decathlon, or a marathon? I mean, those things are amazing, amazing achievements. The people who do these things, gymnastics, marathon, Mm -hmm. on this level, They've pretty much given up everything else in their life. I mean, they are training, training, training. Since they've been little. Absolutely. I mean, you can start two for gymnastics. So that, I do think, um, can win most points for technical and mental strength. I think gymnastics, I think a lot of it is mental. And we've seen that lately with Simone Biles. Yes. Just saying, you know, my head just isn't 100%. I don't want to get injured. You know, I understand. I understand, but then other people come along and go ahead and compete. Every person there has some personal baggage in his life. Sure. 
his or her mm-hmm. life. We talked about the young lady from Hampstead who won the bronze in the uh, triathlon, had just lost her father, just lost her father in mm-hmm. April, and brought that in and won, thinking, you know, that right. inspired her yes. to overcome. Mm-hmm. Hey, triathlon is out of control, Katie. They run, they swim, I know. they bike. That has got to be the hardest. Those guys look like they have Gosh. a little more meat on their bones than the marathon runners because there's some strength involved. Mm-hmm. Pole vaulters could be some of the most amazing athletes in oh, the I world. Oh, I know. What about water polo? Because That water polo looks like Treading fun. water for 30 minutes and then swimming up to a mile per game. I cannot and believe. And then, what, punching each other in the faces? I cannot believe. Like hockey or soccer? That we never worked that out in the pool. Because killing each other in the pool was always a pastime. That water polo is the roughest looking sport in the Olympics. I know. Men and women. I think women. it's got to be the hardest. It's spectacular. Yeah. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What do you think looks impossible? 301-695-WFRE. We have no comments on the WFRE Facebook page. I mean, you can find a frame of reference like we're doing where you sort of understand the skills involved and you can understand swimming, baseball, basketball. Right. I'm very, very familiar Mm -hmm. with the skills involved, even on this level, because I'm well-versed in it. But, man, some of these individual sports. 800-meter sprinters. They uh, run literally ninety percent of their full speed for well under two minutes. Did you ever run? That's hard. Did you ever run the four hundred meter or the two hundred meter half the way in around school, the track? Yes, sure. we did it as well. But it was all part of football practice. Mm-hmm. It was all part of let's see where you are. Yeah, as far like, as your physical fitness. We did track and field stuff. All I the time. loved watching the track and field. Mm-hmm. I loved watching the track and field women and the because we would be having baseball practice and they'd pull us out of practice to cheer for the girls mm-hmm. and we had the fastest runner in the state. Gail Sadler and the hundred yard. It was a hundred yard dash at that time. Amazing, and we would always we would always line up and run to see where we stood against these mm-hmm. people. Yeah, really impressed with all that. And we haven't seen any of the track and field because we got another week and a half of this, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah we, they really haven't started any. any of that. What do you think is the hardest, the hardest, the most amazing achievements on these world ca- class athletes? Hit us up on the WFRE Facebook page. Be the first comment. What do you think is the hardest Olympic sport of all time? There's one more sport that I'm not intimidated by, and that is Olympic boxing. And I've seen some Olympic boxing. Go USA. Go USA. One thing I've never seen before, and I guess I didn't know what it was, was Taekwondo, the martial art. Oh, yeah. Where it's all feet. You can only score with your feet. You can score with a foot to the head. You could score with a foot to the torso. Five points for a spinning kick to the head. Oh. <laughs> I need to watch that. I don't I, think I knew the rules either. Well, I thought it was going to be jujitsu. I mean, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. And the way that they get that foot to the head, it's like fencing. Yes. They go, oh, they scored, they scored. And you can't see it until they go to slow motion. And you go, wow. Oh, that was quick. Yeah, that yeah. was quick. I was watching some fencing yesterday. Fascinating. And then they would go, oh, look at that score. And But you'd have to go to slow-mo because it looks like every other move. And then you see, yeah, that fence, that foil got to the body there. Mm-hmm. And their helmets are lighting up when you score. When you score, the lights oh, really? are flashing on your helmet. Yes. Yeah, green or red. Now, this is what I saw. Like laser tag? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you would know. You got hit. Yeah, you got hit. Hit us up, WFRE Facebook page. What do you think is the hardest sport? And I'm with you on the equestrian. 
Would you? Have you ever jumped anything on a horse? I have involuntarily, no. and I never want to do it again. I'm possibly allergic. I'm not sure. I had a horse <laughs> once, and this was in college, Smokey, going toward it. was a cold morning. They say, hey, hang on to these animals because they're going to be feisty. And he jumped a fence with me on the back. It was so smooth, but I thought I'll never want to do this again because I'd never. I the had, horse just jumped the fence. Yeah. And it just happened to be on its yeah, back. Yeah, man. I was good on the back. Smokey was a tough horse. Wow. Smokey eventually put me in the hospital with a bite on the ground. Uh-huh. Um, as soon as I turned my back yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah. horse's bite. As soon as I turned my back <laughs> on him. But he flew over that fence. Like it was like a superhero. It was an amazing oh, feeling. I bet that was cool. But I was out of control. So I don't ever, ever want to do anything yeah. like this again. Someone else agreed with me about water polo. Water polo is brutal. I had no idea it was even a sport. It looks like I would fun. feel like I was drowning the whole time. What I need to know, Katie, is this Are they treading water the whole time? Because it's, so, I, I think so. I, you know, I have seen At this. At least for 30 minutes. When they score. They come up out of that water almost to, you know, almost to their belly button, and they're out of that water and scoring. Now, they could be launching themselves out of the water, but it looks, it, they look so strong. I think strong. they tread water. Yeah, that's amazing. I think they tread water the whole Oh, time. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's an, how do you get on the team? What do you do? How do you do that? Man, that looks like a lot of fun to it me. It says, yeah. It says they tread water for 30 minutes, swim, t- swim up to a mile per game. Forget it. While trying to not touch the ground, not drown, and score points all at the same time. So they're trying not to touch the ground. So does that mean it's down there? It's down there, and they can maybe put their feet down, get well, a blow? I have no idea. I I'm don't sure know. The ground it's is down there. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. And go USA. The Stay Puff Marshmallow Man has become an iconic, uh, iconic Halloween figure, which has just been part of Halloween every year. The Stay Puff Marshmallow Man from the original Ghostbusters. Have you seen the trailer, Katie, to Ghostbusters Afterlife? I'm in the middle of it right now. Yeah, the Stay Puff Marshmallow guys, did you see the little ones in the Walmart shelf running around? <laughs> and the yet. mini ones? Yeah, Paul oh Rudd. Gosh. I'm not quite sure the angle on this. This is going to be for Thanksgiving of this year. Looks like Paul Rudd is the father. Looks like a prequel to Ghostbusters. Uh, I mean, looks like maybe it says the- no afterlife. So it's it's after. It's after everything's already happened. Yeah. Okay. Paul Rudd is like a teacher, and the kid brings in um, the ghost trap that they found buried underneath the bottom of the basement. All right, or something. so you figured says, it out. Yeah. Okay. He says, "Oh my gosh, this is a killer replica." And they say, "Of what?" And he says, "A ghost trap." And then they're in an old barn? But I think we find out it's not a replica. And Okay, so they find the Ghostbuster mobile in an old barn. Yes. It is the afterlife. And they revive that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some of the imagery on, on there. Is Bill Murray in this? I had heard that they were. Don't, don't ask me anything I don't know the answer to. Don't ask me. I have no idea. I heard Dan Aykroyd's voice. I heard his voice in there uh, on a, like an, an announcement, on like a Ghostpocalypse announcement. I don't know oh, the yeah, answer. They are. I, in it. I thought they all were. They're not in the trailer that I have just seen. The first trailer for Ghostbusters. Oh uh, well, maybe they don't want to spoil it. Afterlife coming out on uh, Thanksgiving. And Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things is the main character, main key it, character. Okay, all right. I did and not... McKenna Grace, which who uh, is she from? That name is familiar. These she's kids... been in a lot. Oh, Annabelle. That's why. There we go. Is. Ghostbusters Afterlife Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. 
Somewhere deep in the sports channels, I'll watch rugby because it's so cool and it's an international sport. And why is that not a Summer Olympics sport? It is, isn't it? Rugby, I don't think so. I think it it is. Okay, you think it is? Okay, then you just let me know if rugby is because I will tune that in. Yes, it is. It is an Olympic sport. Yep. Okay, I had no idea. It doesn't get a lot um, of love. We play today versus South Africa. You know, you said you missed the springboard diving and all that. You'll see that throughout the day today. It really, I mean, they're replaying everything. Right. Uh, yesterday, I almost wasted half a day watching the USA and uh, Australia and women's soccer. And then I remembered at the last second... Katie said this ends in a tie. Yes, it did. I've already killed an hour of my life. <laughs> Thank goodness that I tuned over and watched something else. I forget. Right. So Women's I wonder if viewership is down. Uh, you know, I have no idea. Because everybody's looking on their phones. Yeah. How can they tell with all these streaming services? Right. Do you have Peacock? Are you hitting a credit card watching stuff on Peacock? I have no idea who is watching these things. They let me watch some things live on the NBC website. I was but so not surprised because every time I tried, I could not get it, and you had it here yesterday and this morning. Yeah, gymnastics, they seem to let me watch live, but when you click on other sports, it makes you choose your uh, provider. Yeah, choose your provider. The first day that I tuned it in, I had a 20 minute window to watch the opening ceremonies. Right. Opening ceremonies, mm-hmm. and then it timed out. Then I had to give them a credit card number, and I just got away from it. <laughs> So, monster trucks should be a sport. Should be an Olympic sport if they want eyeballs. That'd be cool. Demolition Derby? That would be fun. That'd be fun to comment on that. So, we got, <laughs> but we do have monster trucks right here for you. And what a time this is at Montgomery County Fair. And what a package this is. I know. Four tickets to Monster Truck Madness MoCo Fair, Wednesday, the 18th of October. The madness starts at 7.30 p.m. And these tickets... Their admission to a, for the fair as well. And the fair is August 13th through the 21st. Absolutely, right around the corner. So right now we have caller 9 to the WFRE studio line. You got four kids that want to go to Monster Truck Madness. You got four kids you want to take into the fair. If you're the ninth caller right now to the WFRE studio line, you are in. 301-695-WFRE. Good With your ridiculous. Love my job. I love everything we talk about, but when it gets to ridiculous, you're in my wheelhouse. It's a challenge every day. Convince me something's ridiculous. (laughs) Does your bathing suit happen to have pineapples on it? My bathing suit, no, nor my pizza, because pineapples are, they're just not worth putting on your pizza. I like it on my pizza, but if you have have a bathing suit with pineapples on it, you might want to get a new one. Or not. Up to you. Some woman on TikTok bought a bikini with little pineapple designs all over it, and she also got pineapple swim trunks for her husband. All right, now this seems to me to be a tropical design, and it would be everywhere in these surf shops. Right. I don't, I have no idea. Very summery, um, but she thought it'd be cute to match while they were on vacation. And they didn't get why several people were being so nice to them. Then she found out that pineapples on your swimsuit means you're a swinger who's looking to hook up. Oh, no, please. It also applies to shirts, pants, and any other clothing with pineapple designs. No! Especially if you're on vacation or on a cruise. I see, I see. So now you know. So, pineapple pizza, you're monogamous. It's something with... (laughs) I don't know. I don't... I don't know. It's something with pineapples because one time someone told me that if you put a pineapple, I think it was a pineapple... In the top of your uh, grocery cart, like in the seat part where kids sit. <laughs> oh, no, please. That's I'm gonna, also a sign. I'm going to do that everywhere I go. You I'm going to do that today. Okay. Absolutely. Tell me how it goes. I will. I'll see if anybody's, 
you know, more than friendly to me. Yes. As far as I know. If someone comes up to you in the grocery store. Yes. I, I feel like that's okay, it. Okay, okay. All yeah. right. All right. I'll, I'll try to film it as well. Especially if they also have a pineapple on the top. No, please. So up close to you, maybe in that top layer there where you you know put the kid down in the cart, put the pineapple up in the little small compartment there. Well, the kid goes up there. So you can send, well, no, not, not in this situation. Not when you're looking for, you know, pineapple action. <laughs>
and then it rained for her, thank goodness, because she hadn't seen it really? in California for a long time. And I told her, come here in the wintertime, because it is beautiful yeah. here mm-hmm. when it snows outside. It really is. I love all weathers. All weathers I've never understood about people who are complaining about weather. Mm-hmm. Nah, I just can't I'll imagine I'll complain it. a little bit about winter. But not really. Just because I don't like driving in the snow, but that's really it. I don't mind the snow, how beautiful it is when it comes down and when it's on the ground. I love the three seasons. I can't imagine being in a place where fall doesn't come around because... That would be upsetting to me. And in a place where spring doesn't come around? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, those are those are just awesome. I do like all the seasons. I love them all. I love them all. Uh, 939, we got a a little stretch coming our way. We're still in a little bit of a heat wave. We're going to be up around 90 today with maybe a break, some rain later on. little break tomorrow, 86. Friday looks like an even nicer day, leading up to one of the few weekends left before back to school. Here's Kim.